What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, if this is your first time listening, welcome. We are here to help. We are not going to fill your mind with mindless uh, Instagram meme bullshit. We are going to tell you the truth. We are going to talk the truth that come from real experiences, from real motherfuckers that have built real fucking businesses, okay? Um, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Vaughn, the pastor of disaster. What's going on, man? I can't even begin to imagine how amazing this podcast is going to be since both Tyler and I are wearing salmon shorts. That actually is true. Yeah. I think his are shorter than mine, too, if you can believe I, I that. I think they are, and I'm kind of Target. Where'd you get Tyler? those at? I, I, got know you went, at, I got mine at Target. I, I know you just went and bought them. I think I did like a last last week or so. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's get right into it, because the truth is, is I'm in a fucking hurry, and <laughs> I've got to get this shit done. When are and, you not in a hurry? Um... I don't know. That's a good question. Um, guys, today, before we get into what we're going to talk about, we do have the, uh, the review contest still going. The review contest is if you go on iTunes, leave a review. Um, you can, we're going to pick five people to have a 20 to 30 minute Skype call with me where I'll answer all your questions, help consult you, uh, whatever it is you need help with. We'll, we'll get that going. Um, how do people go do that? Uh, they go to Vaughn at the MFCEO.com and just screenshot their review from iTunes. How do they leave a review? Uh, oh, they if you want instructions on how to leave a review, go to the MFCEO.com forward slash review. You can also subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to learn how to do that, you go to the MFCEO.com forward slash subscribe. We just walk you through it. And uh, once you do it, if you take a screenshot, and email me, Vaughn at the MFCEO.com. And we'll choose the winners. Yep. Guys, uh, you know, we do this for free. We don't make money. We're not here to sell you a bunch of shit. Uh, we might have a few things that we have to sell here and there coming up. But I can promise you all of it will be real shit from real entrepreneur, not this fucking get-rich-quick bullshit. Which, by the way, happens to be related to the topic of what we're going to talk about today. Now, you guys hear me say again and again that there is no quick and easy way to achieve success, all right? And when we're talking about success today, we're actually talking about fucking money, all right? Um, success can be measured in many different ways, and we always note that for everybody who decides to, you know, talk about how money isn't everything and all this other bullshit. Uh, you can achieve success in many different areas. Today, we are specifically talking about money, okay? We talk about all the time that there is no easy way. And if there is an easy way, and if you do make it quick, you are doomed to lose it just as fast. But one thing I don't think I've ever spent time on is explaining that, you know, if there was an easy way to go do it, you don't want to do it that way, regardless of what the financial outcome will be. And I know that sounds weird, right? Because we all want it as fast as possible, and we all want to make money quick, and we all want to be rich, and we all want to be bosses and ballers and all this other fucking shit we see on the Instagram. But the reality is, is that if you're pushing for wealth, if you're pushing for long-term success, which you should be, because I've seen people make $100 million or more and lose it in less than two years, okay? And that's not that long of a time. You don't want to be the guy who makes money and does real well and goes and lives high on the hog and then loses it all and gets embarrassed and has to go fucking do something else, 
You don't want to be that person. And that's what happens to people who actually do find a way to make money quickly is they lose it quickly. All right? This is an intriguing topic. I, I'm I'm genuinely interested to hear what you have to say about this well, because I, it's so counterintuitive. People say, "Well, of course, of course, if there was a way to get rich quick, of course you would take it." I mean, I think that's what most people think. So I'm interested to hear well, your your counter. Of course, they think that because usually most people don't have the fucking money right now. But you know, I want to talk about why it's important to appreciate and understand the process of gaining financial success. All right. And we see this all over the internet. You know, we see every, I mean, how many people are preying on other people right now? Buy my program, buy my course, buy this, buy that. And in 12 months, you'll be a millionaire. I mean, dude, the urge to be wealthy in a very fast way is something that is preyed upon by hundreds of thousands of people every day. And millions of people every day spend their last dollar trying to pursue that path. And not only is that their moral, morally wrong, um, you know, implications with doing that, it's a bad idea for you to even think that way in the first place. Um, and I got a couple reasons that I want to talk about, you know, why getting money quickly and easily is, is not a good idea. Okay. And, and the first one is this. Guys, if you find a way to make money quickly and easily, you're going to lose it quickly and easily just as fast as you made it. We see this all the time. We see this with people who win the lottery. We see this with athletes. We see this, I mean, watch 30 for 30. We fucking see this all over society. People hit a home run, they come into money, and then all of a sudden it's gone just as fast as it came. And you don't want that. That's not what you want, you know? People who typically work and earn and and work long and hard end up keeping their money and learning how to make their money, make more money for them so that they have true financial security. It's very hard for people like that to lose it because they appreciate the process of gaining it. You know, uh, we've all heard the old saying, easy come, easy go. And I think that's just a basic principle of life. It's not just about money, but it's about anything in life. You know, the time and effort you put into getting anything it's going to be the same time and effort you put into keeping it. And guys, if you find a way to make a ton of money in a fast way, which doesn't exist, by the way, but let's say it did, you're going to fucking lose it right away too because you haven't learned the skills that you need to manage that money long term. All right? Um, I think that's a really hard concept for people to grasp when they don't have any money because they're like, well, I don't fucking care because I don't have any money. But the reality of what we're talking about is that if you're dead set on making money, on becoming financially successful, on becoming wealthy, you need to put, you know, effort into figuring out how to keep your money as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As you were talking, I was thinking just the whole tendency of people who are average or people who just don't get it, like how life works, is they want to avoid the struggle they want to avoid the suffering. They want to avoid the hard work. Um, but I, I think they don't realize that it's those things that help make something permanent. Dude, it's not even, it's not even just the, the permanency of, of what it makes. It's the skills you learn. It's the perspective you gain. It's all the things that you're going to... Dude, you, do, you cannot find a fucking wealthy person who doesn't have 
a story of how hard it was for them to, to, to get there. I'm talking about self-made people, not people who inherit things. But, you know, those people typically are of sound character. They have, you know, they have their head on straight. They're doing things the right way. They understand what it means to persevere. Um, All these things, perseverance, vision, goal setting, um, you know, patience, uh, consistency, discipline, all of these character traits are forged through the struggle. And when you try to avoid the struggle and avoid the hardship and avoid all the hard things that are coming your way, you create a situation where you don't gain any of the, the tools that you need to ultimately uh, have to find the outcome that you're after. You see what I'm saying? It's it, it's uh, it, it's sort of like, you know, I want to be a world champion power lifter, but I don't ever want to go to the fucking gym. Well, you, you can't be a world champion power lifter without going to the fucking gym. You won't develop the skills. And even if you could figure out how to get the weight up, you're still not going to have the muscle needed to do it. And that's what it, it comes down to. You know, people constantly and dude it's 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 almost like society has rigged it so that people search for these these instant gratification moments you know uh or or pass you know they want every because like me dude think of the stories we're told right the stories that we're told on the on tv on the internet the clickbait that we see all it is is glory stories it's it's the quick easy shit it's i was a in my basement 12 months ago now i'm a millionaire it's you know, it's the celebrity who who doesn't do anything but is worth, you know, millions and millions of dollars. You know, it's it's the athlete who got a, a, a $200 million signing contract. It's the fucking lottery winner. We don't see the story of the, the two guys who are 19 years old who fucking financed their whole company on credit cards. We don't see the story of the single mom who... Uh, you know, decided she was going to start a company. And then, you know, 15 years later, it's a $30 million company. We don't see those stories because it's not sexy. But the majority of successful businesses and the majority of millionaires have some sort of story like that. It's not, it's, you see, people are so conditioned to swinging for the fences and swinging for the grand slam and going for the fucking half court shot that they don't practice the fucking layups. And, dude, the motherfuckers that get paid and, and, and what wins games is the fucking layups. It's the step by step by step by step by step over the course of 15 years. And, you know, it, it, what's really unfortunate about the way things are in society is that because of the Internet, right, now you have all these young kids who are trying to be entrepreneurs. They, they see it as like a glory thing. And they think it's all, they think it's all, you know, Rolls Royces and fucking private jets and shit and stacks of cash. And, you know, they look at somebody like me who, who's really in, in, in perspective, not that much older than them. You know, 15 years is not that long of a time. But they think that that shit came, you know, that I've always been living that way. What they don't see is like when I was living in the back of the store, sleeping on a fucking mattress that I got from the Salvation Army, five fucking stores down. Or, or having to fucking spend the night at, at girls' houses or friends' houses or having to shower at their place, not having enough money to fucking afford an apartment, not having enough money to fucking go out to eat or, or even fucking consider it, you know? They don't remember that shit. They, they never saw it. Because, dude, in my case, the internet wasn't existent when... It wasn't relevant when that was going on. So it couldn't be documented. 
But, I mean, all they know is the glory. And that's all people want to show. That's the problem with the fucking internet, right? Like, dude, I feel like, and I don't want to, like, sit here and say, oh, my fucking content's the best. But, dude, I, I feel like my content is some of the best. And the reason I feel like it is because I actually tell the real shit that nobody else likes to talk about. All these other motherfuckers out there like to talk about how genius they are and how fucking, how, how they're so smart and they did all this and they blah, 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 blah. And, you know, dude, the truth is, is that it doesn't come down to fucking genius. It comes down to common sense. You touch the hot stove, you don't fucking touch it again. And if you do enough shit wrong, eventually you know what to do right. And if you do enough shit wrong for a long enough time, eventually you know what to do right really fucking well. And that's called grit. That's pursuing through fucking all the obstacles, learning the lessons. And like, dude, that's the thing that matters. It's not about how fucking genius you are. Like everybody listening to this right now, they probably look at people like myself or or other successful people and they say, well, fuck, I don't have what he's got. Bullshit. Do you know to fucking not touch the stove when it gets fucking hot? If you know that, then you know enough to be successful in fucking, in, in fucking business. Because, dude, you got to be willing to touch the stove a bunch of fucking times. You know, in different ways. You follow what I'm saying? Absolutely. I think just with the sheer number of people out there, the predators who want to take advantage of people, they're going to find the one exception Dude, look, to the rule. even the legit guys, even the legit stories don't tell the whole story. Right. So when they start out at the beginning, when people start out at fucking uh, day one and their first year, they do fucking 40 grand, they're discouraged. Well, fuck, that's what I did. You know, my second year, I did 100. Third year, we did fucking 200. It just takes fucking time, man. It takes grit. It takes perseverance. And and the unfortunate thing, what I was saying a minute ago, is that, like, you know, because these people see all these fucking success stories and all these lies about what success really is, they don't think they're doing it right, and they quit. And they say, well, dude, I'm not an entrepreneur. Or I'm, I can't do this. When in reality, dude... All real entrepreneurs go through the shit you're going through. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No, it's far more ethical to tell people what's involved. Well, no. And, and dude, that's the thing. It's like, you got to look at the whole story. I mean, dude, there's... Dude, drive up and down your fucking... Your, whatever your main drag is in your town and look around at all the businesses. Every one of those is a success story. You cannot fucking tell me that every single person that started that company up and down the fucking five miles of your town that has all the main businesses on it is smarter than you. No. You can't tell no. me that. All, but what I can tell you is I, can, I bet they dedicated themselves to something a lot longer than you've dedicated the, yourself to anything in your life. I bet they have fucking patience. I bet they've got the determination, the discipline to fucking pursue things even when things aren't going well and when they don't have passion for it right at this moment they keep doing they have the discipline to show up every day and put in their best you know dude i got this question the other day on fucking uh yesterday on fucking instagram i put up a post about um about uh commitment and some guy said well is commitment the same thing as burning desire fuck no it's not the same thing commitment is when you follow through when fucking the burning desire is fucking gone that's the problem with people is they fucking, they fucking show up when it feels good and when the burning desire is there and when it's fun and sexy. But as soon as that shit goes, that's when they say, well, you know what? I don't have passion for this anymore, so I'm going to fucking... Ch-. Motherfucker, nobody has passion for what they do every fucking day. 
We all go through phases. We all go through ups and downs. We all go through fucking ebbs and flows. There's days I fucking love what I do. There's days I love to be in this building. There's days I love to record podcasts. There's days I love to fucking public speak. And there's days I fucking hate everyone. And that's the truth. I don't have passions on those days. I want to fucking punch every single person I see in the fucking mouth. What do I do on those days? Do I come in and punch them in the mouth and go home and cry and make posts on Instagram about how fucking shitty my life is and how miserable? No. I show up and I do what the fuck I'm supposed to do regardless. And that's the difference between people who are successful and people who aren't. And dude, because we have all these fuck faces on the internet who who make it seem like, you know, they're I'm 23-year-old entrepreneur and they got a fucking Lamborghini, which isn't even theirs, they rented. You have all these other kids who are 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, thinking that the buying that dude's program is the fucking answer. Or the fact that they're out cutting lawns right now and, you know, they've got 10 lawns that they cut, that they're doing something wrong. Motherfucker, if you're cutting 10 lawns at 20 years old, by the time you're 30, that could be fucking 2,000. You could be a multi, multi, multi fucking millionaire. You know what I'm saying? But Absolutely. people get distracted because they're sold this bullshit story. Right. So let me let me highlight and draw out something you just said because I think it's super, super important. The difference but dude, be- you know what? If you get somebody who's doing that grass and fucking building a re- legit company, mm-hmm. and by the time he's 30 years old, and then go compare to that dude who was 23 flashing a Lambo when he's fucking 30, and I bet I'll put, a, I'll put every fucking dollar I own that that guy who was cutting grass and building this company is in a far better position. Absolutely. So here's the difference between the Joe Scammers and all the other fraudulent people out there, and I think you and MFCO Project, how we do things. They're pushing products, and they're saying, your hope for success is in my product. Whereas we're not doing that. We're saying we're a resource, but your hope for success well, is right. in you. That's why like when we do develop our work. courses, because we're going to do courses too, right. when we develop our fucking academy, it's going to be all real tools. It's not like the secret system. It's like, here's how you do this. Here's how you build a culture. Here's how you create customer loyalty. Here's how you do these things that actually create a real fucking company. It's not about like, hey, I got the secret fucking system. No, motherfucker, I'm going to show you the real shit and how you do it. Who's out there teaching that? Because I know right now, not one person I know on the internet is teaching that. Not right. one. They're right. teaching you their fucking secret system. How to set up an advertising agency. How to, how to sell real estate. How to do this and that and this, 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 this. And dude, you still need... This is why so many doctors and lawyers fucking fail. Because they don't know how to operate a fucking business. They don't know how to market. They don't know how to fucking create culture. They don't know how to fucking do the things that they need to do. And, dude, when we start our academy, that's what it's going to be about. It's going to be how to actually run a real fucking business. So, like, even if you have a real estate business or you have a fucking uh, long-cutting business or you have this or whatever you're trying to do, you're going to need the shit that we're talking about. Right. like. But you agree that we're never promoting something like this is the be all end all because you have there is to no be, be all end all. You have to be the be all end all. There, 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 you have there to take is the no, tools and use dude, them. Look, I had another question yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Yes, dude, for sure. I had this other question yesterday that goes along with what you're saying. He goes, uh, he goes. Well, how do you know what the right thing is to commit to? And I said, it's not what the right thing is to commit to. It's making what you commit to the right thing. And there's a big fucking difference. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh. One hundred percent. Right. Yeah. So I think just because I want to make sure that I understand you, and by extension, the the audience understands you. Well, I'll say it again. So okay, it's go ahead. About, it's not about you know this. It's not about you know committing to the right thing. 
It's about making what you commit to the right thing. Right. No, I, I get you. So can I just use this yeah. analogy? So when I was growing up, I was you know a fourth grader, and my dad bought me this fairly cheap. My dad was a lifelong musician. He brought me this fairly fairly cheap trumpet, and I said, Dad, I I gotta have a Stradivarius, man. I gotta have a good trumpet, because that's well that's how I'll play well. He's like, No, in the hands of a master, a cheap instrument is always going to be better than a Stradivarius by somebody who doesn't know how to play it. And his point was, you got to work. It's you that makes the music. It's not the instrument. I mean, the instrument ends up helping eventually. But that's what I hear you saying. I hear you saying that basically, you know, don't look for the perfect program. Dude. Find a program and make it work. Is that... Yeah. Did I get that right? Yes. All right. I don't... I mean, we got off track there, but I mean, that's, you know... It's uh, important stuff, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. What's our next? What are we going to talk about next? I don't know. What's your next point? <laughs> well, um, why do people? Why do people want to take the long and hard road? Well, I think I covered it a little bit, but the the point number two is that you know you need to have patience and let exper- extended periods of time pass because uh, the hard work that you put in, you need to become a habit, and all the character traits that you develop, you need to become. They need to become part of who you are, and basically, you need to develop the tools that are going to allow you to mature and process and become the person that you need to be to handle the success that's coming your way. And so many people don't do that, right? They Like, let's say they do make $100,000 on fucking selling shit on eBay or some crazy shit. Dude, they go out and buy a fucking car with it. You know what I mean? Instead of rolling it back in or, or figuring out a way to make money or do, doing the responsible things. You know, money's an incredible resources, but if you put it in the hands of somebody who doesn't have the tools or hasn't put the time in to develop the tools, you know, it's not going to do anything for them. They're not going to be able to create any more of it. Or, or worst case scenario, it's going to do bad things. They're going to, they're going to, that's why you read about people going out and doing crazy shit once they earn some money. Like, you know, like go out and fucking buy 10 pounds of cocaine, snort it off <laughs> cookers, hookers, fucking assholes. You know what I mean? Like, right. dude, that's what people fucking do, man. Right. And uh, it makes them crazy because they haven't developed it little by little by little. Because if you develop it little by little by little, you know, you go from an extra 500 to an extra fucking thousand to an extra 10,000 to an extra 50,000. You're constantly on edge about how to develop more and more and more, and you're constantly developing skills, and you're constantly conscious of how to manage the money. And, you know, people want to – it's like we talked about a minute ago. You know, they want to skip all the things that create the ultimate product, which is you. Mm -hmm. So there's a great proverb that says, a fool and his money are soon parted. And I I think that speaks to never, I've never seen that ever not be the truth. Yeah. Yeah, no matter how much money comes into a fool's possession, he's going to lose it. Right. Right. So what I hear you saying, though, is just that this whole process of maturity, it takes time, and it takes being in a crucible where where your character is being formed, and and it's just not something you can rush. Right. And if you try to rush it, yeah, you might come in into some wealth, but it's going to leave as quickly as it can. Dude, people spend their whole lives trying to rush it, and that's Mm -hmm. why they never get anywhere. Yeah. We talk about that all the time, you know. Go ahead. I just think another issue is that you know, once people do make a little bit of money or get some money, they think it's always going to repeat itself. Yeah, keep coming. Yes. That's right. And, dude, that's – and it doesn't. No. You know, (laughs) like, dude, if you're not – that's such a good point, dude. I'm glad you brought that up because if you're not – even in business, even if you're an established entrepreneur like I am, almost 20 years in, 
if you're not constantly evolving and constantly looking, and dude, I even see this amongst a lot of my peers. Like a lot of guys, a lot of guys who were much bigger than me three or four or five years ago now are calling me for advice because they they don't understand what we're doing. Well, the only thing we're doing is keeping our finger on the pulse of what's going on and adapting as we go. You know, it's not, you can never, ever, ever in entrepreneurship or even in, in, in career because like, dude, I talked to my guys about this on Sunday at our meeting. You know, you have to think of yourself as an entrepreneur. That's what this is about. It's a personal development podcast. If you sit, if you do good, like if you get a raise at work or, or you own the company and you, 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 you have a great year and you put your fucking feet up, dude, you might make it another year or two or three, but, do, but you're not going to keep progressing. And, and a key to success, guys, is to A, never take it for granted. B, always understand that you can lose it in one second. And C, keep your fucking finger on the pulse of what's going on in your industry and constantly adapt your product, your methods, your, your ways of marketing. And we don't see people doing that because how many people do you see? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people on this podcast, the list of the podcast are, are doing pretty well financially. I'm sure there's people even doing better than me. Um, and, and I'm sure that there's also people who, who aren't doing well, but we, everybody listening right now knows people who are very wealthy, like as peers or, or friends, or they just know of them. How many of those guys do you know are real casual about their business? You know, they're playing golf every day, their feet are up, they're this or that. And I'm sure everybody's like, well, I know guys like that. Well, those are the motherfuckers that are going to fucking never progress where the, past where they are. And they're just going to fucking maintain. And you're going to see in the next three, five years, those same guys are going to be out of fucking business. They're going to be the guys like, oh, dude, business went bad. The mark, the economy changed. No, the economy didn't fucking change. You didn't fucking adapt to the economy. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Do you recognize- brick and mortar stores, when I, you know, dude, took a huge dip. Dude, you're seeing brick and mortar stores go out of fucking business every single fucking second right now. My brick and mortar stores are killing it. Right. Do you recognize the name Josh McDaniel? Yeah, the coach from fucking the football coach. Right. So I don't know if yeah, you remember who's, this. Who's, who's extremely cocky and right, sucked. Like, right, yeah. right. So like after he, he gets his first job as a head coach in the NFL, he wins his first five games. And in a press, in a press conference, he says, gosh, I didn't realize it would be this easy. Three years later, what's he not doing? He's a, he's an assistant coach at. at he might have just now. No, no, no. He's an assistant office. coach with the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but three years later, is, he. The point is, is that that now, I don't know him and I've never met him and I know a lot of pro athletes, so I want to be careful what I say. He might even listen to the show because a lot of pro guys listen to the show, especially in the NFL. But what I want to say is this: that's a prime example of somebody of exactly what we're talking about. They jumped into a situation that they hadn't put the, enough time into to get to, and they saw it as easy. They didn't appreciate what it took to get there, and they lost it. Right. And I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I think no. that's I think that's natural for anybody who gets something quick and easy and doesn't know what to do with it. I mean, I think I would have been the same way if I was him. I would have been like, "Fuck yeah, man! I'm fucking good." Right. You know. But dude, you know, unless you've had your teeth kicked in enough to know over the course of time, that you're really not that good, then you don't appreciate where you are. Because I can tell you right now, I'm not that good. Like, you'll hear other these motherfucking guru dudes talk about how good they are. I ain't that good. I just I just know how to not get my teeth kicked in the same way twice. Right. You know what I'm saying? I ain't done learning. I got a lot to learn still. You, you know how to spit dirt out of your mouth. That's right. Stand up. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's the yeah. truth, dude. And like, 
I'm you're never gonna hear me say, oh, I know everything, or I'm the fucking guru, or I'm the genius, or I I'm that good, like these other guys say. You know, oh, I've just cause I'm that good. No, you're fucking not. Get the fuck out of here. You know, nobody's that good. You know, the reality and I'm not gonna lie to people about it. Like I'm I'm a fucking dude who sells fucking vitamins and I know how to fucking sell them. So I follow you. You're basically saying a long time has to pass so that you have some development and character so that you right. can handle money. So yeah, I, I would guess the other Mc, things that have to happen if is... If you talk about McDaniel, yeah. had he taken, let's say, I think he was only 35 when he got that coaching job. he was job. pretty young, yeah. You know, and dude, I can tell you right now, I'm 38 and the difference between 35 and 38 for me is massive in terms of what I know and my humility level. Three years ago, I did think I was more of the shit than I think now. It's funny because... Uh, what do they call that? What's that curve? The uh, bell curve? No, the the Dunning Kruger effect. Isn't that what it is? I have no idea. Yeah. Is that a business thing? It's 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 an effect of confidence, basically. Like when you don't know oh. anything and you get into something, you think you know everything, and the more you do it, the less you the 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 more of an expert become, the less you you realize that you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And then as you become a real expert, you start to become confident again. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've been through that whole fucking thing. You know, and I think that, you know, that's something that is a, is a, it's a psychological, natural thing for people that don't earn their positions. Dunning-Kruger. Dunning, I, I almost got it right. Yeah. What'd I say? You said an actress. Diane Kruger. Okay. <laughs> From National Treasure. Oh. <laughs> Did I? Good yeah. All right. I thought I said Dunning-Kruger. I think you need to go back and edit that so I said Dunning-Kruger. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I mean... The bottom line here, guy. I guess, like, I got another point I want to cover, or a couple more, but the, the real thing I want to get across is that, like, you know, you guys should welcome these things. You should welcome the hard shit. You should welcome the struggle. You should welcome the anxiety and the pain because you have to know uh, that that's where, where all the good shit of your whole character is going to come from. You know what I mean? Dude, what's, what's better? Living your whole life in a fucking cube, not learning anything, doing everything everybody else does, or living your whole life scared as fuck because you're constantly putting yourself out there, stretching yourself thin, learning, progressing, developing new tools. You know, that's why people who put their head down for 10, 12 years and they don't hang out with the same group of friends and then they go back and hang out with their old friends, they, they don't even have anything in common because it's just, it's so powerful in how it helps you develop and it's hard for me to understand why people hide from that, but it's also hard for people to, I think the first couple times really embrace that as something that's welcome. Like now I, I love the challenge. Like I love challenge. Um, like if something's wrong here or whatever, I I'm like, all right, cool. This is a chance for us to get better. Like that's what I look at. And, and I don't panic. I don't freak the fuck out. Uh, I, I look at it as, all right, look, this is a great opportunity for us that's going to help us be better long-term. And I don't I think that's real scary for people in the beginning. Don't you think you learn that, though? Oh, that's, yeah. That's the whole point of No, no, right. Yeah. Definitely. You have to start seeing the benefit of it before you start realizing it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, in the beginning when shit goes wrong or things are tough, you freak out because you think that... that People have like, people have the idea in their head that it's only them. Like it's only hard for me. It's, it, you know, this is tough for me, and this, you know, I don't have it, or I, they doubt themselves, or they think like, oh, I don't know if I can do it, and that's normal. You know, that's the normal way to think. Like everybody thinks that. 
I think that. Everybody who says they don't think that is a fucking liar. You know what I mean? Um, hey, real quick, going back to when you said stretching, you know, if you're one of these people that stretch yourself then, I mean, I used to be like that. Uh, I think it's really important that if you are that type of person that you go back and you reassess how big your goals are. You know, are they big enough to keep you from stretching yourself then? Because that, Dude, was- I think most people's limits in life truly are – uh, and if you listen to Grant Cardone's or read Grant Cardone's 10X book or even talk to him ever, and I, I love Grant. I think he's a fucking amazing dude. Um, a lot of people get on his case because they think he's too salesy, but, dude, that's just – he's just a character, man. Like, the guy's like that. One of my favorite dudes on Instagram. I agree, man. I watch all it's of his man. stories. Dude, I agree. And, like, people are like, oh, he's so pushy and salesy. And it's – you got to remember first, Grant's like 60-something years old. He's fucking pretty – <laughs> If I look like that – I know. <laughs> even at 50. <laughs> like, he, he comes from the old school of sales. Yeah. Okay? But, but second of all, Gr- Grant – is just an outgoing, cool-ass dude. And, like, they think it's, like, an act, like how he talks and shit, but that's just how he is. He's cool as fuck, you know? So, like, but anyway, if you listen to his book or read his book, he'll even tell you, and I really respect him a lot because he's he's a guy who will tell you the truth about his struggles, about how hard it was to get where he was. And uh, and he he will tell you, man, you know, his biggest prop, his biggest thing that he did wrong in life was that he didn't set goals big enough. You know, he set small small goals, and uh, he didn't think big enough, and because of that, you know, it took him a long time to reach the level where he where he's happy. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's a huge deal, man. You know, I think most people don't even have the capacity in their brain to think on a large scale because of the way that they were brought up. They were brought up in a middle income home or a lower income home. Uh, they went to a regular school. They weren't around successful people. They never knew anybody successful. So how the fuck are you supposed to think these big dreams if you've never even seen it or touched it or been around it? Well, that's another thing, too, is you know not only assess your goals, but the people that you surround yourself, their goals. Dude, look, man, almost everybody I'm personally friends with that I'm on a personal level friends with is more successful than me. And that's by design. You know what I mean? I'm not hanging out with people I can't learn shit from. Because you can have just as much fun with motherfuckers that you can learn shit from as as motherfuckers that you can't right you know right i i think uh and you've said this before but you always play to the level of your goals so there's no question so right. why not set them the highest level possible right you know? right. so well what's uh our baseball coach used to do this thing where he would uh he would be like you know these guys are three and oh in this tournament right now and they just kicked this other team's ass like 15 to nothing you guys better wake the fuck up Meanwhile, they just got their shit kicked out of them. But, you know, that allowed us not to play down to our competition. Right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah. That's hilarious. It only worked a couple times, and then we got smart, and we're like, hey, did this team really do this? Right. So, next point. Dude, I think uh, the next point is is that, you know, and this is kind of like, this is kind of like when I talk about your obligation to be successful, what I mean is that people who come into things quick and easy – you're actually, you have to realize that like your story and your, 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 your come up, so to speak, is a story that should be told and used as an example to help other people realize that things are possible. And when you always choose the easy way, I mean, what the fuck are you going to tell your kids? Oh, hey, uh, I needed a bunch of money, so I started a porn site and I made a million dollars in the first fucking month. <laughs> you know, like there's no fucking honor in that. 
There's no respectability in that. Sure, you might have made some money, but there's no fucking story to really to really share there. You know, by being someone who says, yes, I'm going to do this the right way, you're setting yourself up to have an amazing war story, so to speak. You know, and that's something that I personally wouldn't trade for fucking anything. Like, if somebody said, oh, would you trade the last 17 years of your life and make it five years to not have those stories? No fucking way. No way. Not even not even if I had the same skills. Because the stories are like, the, the fun thing about business, and you guys who, you guys who are in your first few years of business, I hope you can, because I never realized this when I was in business. I hated it whenever we were struggling. Like, I fucking hated it. But I look back now, and... It was seriously like the most fun that we've ever had in business. When it was just me and Chris, we'd sit in the back of the store. We'd talk about all this shit that we were going to do. We'd talk about all the, the shit we could do or would do if we had the money. You know, we'd talk about the things that, you know, all the things now that have materialized, we talked about back then. And, and a lot of things that haven't materialized. So, I mean, we've got a long way to go. But the point is, is like to not have that, you know, people respect that and people look up to that and it inspires people and it helps people. And a lot of you fucking guys listen to the podcast right now. The only reason you listen is because you know that we took that road and cheating yourself out of that road by always trying to, to uh, skip all of that. It, dude, you're cheating yourself out of some of the best parts of life, you know, and not just for you, but for the other people who are going to look up to you, your kids, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, Anybody who follows your story, and, and let me note this, by the way, you should be documenting the struggles and story right now, okay? Like, like if it were me, like, and I was back to where we were in year one or two or three or four, and I know I had the Instagram and the shit available now, or blogs or YouTube, I'd be documenting that process now, because that way you can look back and be like, dude, look how far we fucking came. You know, like, I can't even hardly find any pictures of back whenever we were in the first store because I was honestly embarrassed to be there. So we didn't take any pictures. You know, we got a couple, but see, I love the stories about you sleeping on this yeah, pristine mattresses and stuff. You know? Yeah. But that's cool stuff. Yeah. Because it gives hope, right? Yeah. Like it gives people hope of like, of like, Hey, if, if they can start here, then I can start here and do this. And that's absolutely correct. That's why I tell that story, you know? Um, but what people don't, realize is that you those times are good times you know what i mean like Plus there's there's just something about it i mean when you're in battle and you get shot it sucks but when the battle's over that wound now suddenly becomes something you can brag about that's right isn't it crazy the yeah. way it works and yeah, it, that is the way it works people respect that well i mean and I, there's a lot of value in that you know you don't want to be the guy who you don't want to be a guy who fucking like I said, starts a porno site or some bullshit that like, you know, somehow scams his way to the fucking top or whatever. You want to be that motherfucker. You want to be the guy who's built a real something real, who's provided jobs, who's provided. And like a lot of people might not think that matters now because they're not doing well. But like, I'm going to tell you right now, the biggest source of pride I get from our company right now is, is our employees having success. That's the truth. You know, uh, it's not about, all the things that you think it's about. Like people think it's about the cars or house or having shit. 
It's not about that, man. It's about what you contribute to other people. And it's about, you know, it's about seeing other people who you've been in the trenches with buy a new house or buy a new car or succeed or grow or become more valuable, you know, or decide to become a bigger part of the company on their own and start taking shit serious. Like, dude, that, that's the shit that's cool. And like, um, you know, that, that 15 years or 10 years it's going to take to get there. That shit's going to pass anyway. And it's going to pass quick. I was talking to a couple of my guys after our meeting on Sunday and they're like 22, 23 years old, I think. And I know they're like less than 25, but you know, I remember, dude, I remember my 22nd birthday. Like I remember exactly what I did, where I was, you know, everything. And you know, that seems like it was yesterday. You know, it doesn't, it seems like we got here. It it, it sounds like a long time, but it seems like to me, like we got here in a fucking snap, you know? So I just think doing it the right way, man, you know, I think it's a big deal to earn it. Yeah. You know, the the conflict is always what makes the book or the movie interesting. It's if you don't have a struggle, you don't have a story. No. And no one gives a fuck. No one respects it. You know, Um, when you take the long road, and really earn things, you know, it's not just the way other people perceive you, but it's about the way you perceive you, you know? And that's my last point really is like, it's what builds ultimate confidence and ultimate respect and ultimate self-esteem for yourself is doing it the right way. You know, you see all these guys who are like unfulfilled by, by, uh, their success or they have a lot of money and they're miserable or this or that. Most of those people inherited their money, or most of those people came into it some sort of freak way and they're miserable because they didn't fucking earn it. They look themselves in the mirror and they say, dude, I'm a fucking fraud. You know, they got the cars, they got the house, they got the, the fucking watch, they got the all vacations, they got the life, but they're not happy with the life because when they look in the mirror, they see a fucking fraud. And, and dude, that's why people are depressed whenever they're, they have all this shit. You know, like these people who are multi-generational millionaires families and you hear about their suicides all the time well that's why because dude they never were given a chance to really earn something and they were never taught that they needed to and guys all of our self-worth all of our self-esteem all of our things that make us feel good in life those things are all earned regardless of what they fucking tell you in in school or in the on the internet or whatever yeah absolutely i'm i'm i was it's funny you was mentioned that about the millionaire thing and, and the suicide rate because that is something you'll hear sometime. You'll hear people who, and we've talked about these people before, they go too far and they say, oh, money is evil. And one of the emphasis, one of the evidences of that is that wealthy people a lot of times kill themselves. There is a higher suicide rate among wealthy people, but it's exactly for why you said it. It's because right. they they were born into it. They didn't do anything to earn it. They didn't. They didn't develop as people. They just had all these toys that they could they could use to ruin themselves. But the people that really do go through that hard struggle, earn it, value it. No, those are the motherfuckers. Those are the guys that. Those are the guys that look in the mirror and they don't see a fucking fraud. Right. They see fucking Superman. Right. And they go in and they say, "Look, I'm powerful. I'm strong. I'm confident." And dude, those are the alpha people. Those are the real motherfuckers. And, like, you can always know the real motherfuckers from the people who fucking are the fake motherfuckers because the fake motherfuckers will be in awe of the real motherfuckers. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And you don't want to be the guy who has some money and wearing a fucking nice suit and a uh, $50,000 watch and driving a Ferrari that you didn't fucking earn and then go talk to somebody who fucking earned it because that motherfucker will look you in the eye and you will feel like a piece of dog shit. 
It happens to me all the time. Absolutely. And as you would well agree, those are the kind of people. And when that, I say it happens to me all the time, I'm not the one that ends up feeling like dog shit. <laughs> no. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And as you would well agree, those are also the people that if tomorrow they lost everything. They couldn't rebuild it. They could rebuild it. They'd move on. That's right. They wouldn't fall apart. That's right. Like, dude, if I lost everything today, I bet you in six months I'd be back to. I would be back in the in the game hard. Right. Not in this game, but making money. Kind of cliche to say, but you have the money. The money doesn't have you. That's right. Yeah. Like, dude, I could lose everything, and I I know how to rebuild it in fucking any business, and that's the truth. And not only that, dude. Here's another thing. Here's another thing to say. Like, when you take the long, hard road and you do it the right way, you run into other people who have done that, and you connect with those people and make friends with those people, and when shit goes bad, those people are there to fucking pick you up. Those people, you know, like, dude, I was talking to my one friend who's he's a real estate guy, and he's he's worth about 400 million bucks, and um, we were taught, we were just bullshitting, and he goes, uh, and he was serious. It wasn't, like, it wasn't bullshit talk. I was, because I tell him, because, like, dude, for me, you know, we do well, but there isn't a day I come into work that I don't fucking fear losing fucking everything. Like, it's, and not because we're doing anything wrong, it's just the way I am. Like, I've seen too many people lose their shit, and I was asking him, I said, like, dude, when, when do you, because he's older, he's, like, 55, and I kind of ask him shit, you know, and uh, I'm like, when do you, like, do you ever get over that feeling of being scared, like, that you're going to fucking lose everything? And he, he laughed, and he goes, dude, I had that forever. He goes, here's the thing I realized. And he told me this story about how he he was making, from the time he was, like, 27 till he was, like, 40, he was making uh, $3 or $4 million a year doing something. And then, and then uh, he lost everything. And one of his fucking friends who he had made during that time wrote him a $25 million check to get his business going again. Yeah. And, yeah. Without even fucking questioning it. But the point of my, the, and then and then he was like, dude, I would do that if that happened to you, like to me. And I'm like, I started thinking, I'm like, dude, you know, that's, that's the, that's why you, you go and, and build shit the right way because you make those kinds of relationships. You know, they pay, people will take care of you. You'll meet people who fucking, who will help you if shit goes bad. It's not like this thing, like people think it's this official thing where they got to go in and like, Wear a suit to the bank and blah, blah, blah. No, dude, you text the motherfucker and say, hey, bro, I'm fucking, I'm $2 million short on this. Can I borrow $2 million for 60 days? And they're fucking like, yeah. Because you got boys that have 10 times more money than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and to d- them, it's not charity, it's an investment. No, because they respect you for what right. you've done. And they know you're going to work. Right. And yeah. like, dude, the general public is so fucking ignorant to the way business is really done. Like, they, like you know, I've been spending a lot of time in L.A., and it's funny because I, cause I, be, I go out there with Fleischman all the time. And, dude, he fucking, that dude knows everybody. And he knows, like, all the fucking Hollywood guys. And the funny thing is, is, like, I was at this party with him uh, or a barbecue. And we were talking to uh, uh, a couple of dudes who fucking produced the movie Iron Man. And we were, talk, we were just drinking beers and bullshitting. And, and uh, you know, people think that, like, business is done in, like, this formal setting and this and that. And, like, dude, this one dude sitting there and this other dude sitting there who was the movie producer. And the one guy's like, dude, I got this idea for a movie. Blah, 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 blah. And rips it off. I'm sitting there drinking fucking Corona. <laughs> like, the other dude's like, man, I like that. You got a script? He's like, yeah, I'll fucking send it to you tomorrow. And, like, dude, that's how shit's done. You know what I mean? Like, it's not done, it's done in a fucking barbecue with your friends that you connect with. But the only way you make those kinds of connections is by doing shit the right way where they respect what you've done. You know what I mean? 
Those guys all know me. They know what I've done. They know who we are. They know what we're doing, and they respect it, and I respect them. And, dude, that's what that's a huge deal by doing things the right way. It's not just about fucking money, guys. It's about everything in life, your whole circle, everything that you do. And 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 to cap this podcast off, because we could talk about this forever, but the, the, the thing is, guys, is that you have to realize that that on top of all the things that we talked about here, there is no real easy way anyway. So stop fucking chasing it. Stop, stop looking for it. Stop, stop trying to figure out how to, and like, dude, when we say 17 years, that's, that's a little misleading for me because I was, I was doing well at like 12 years in. Right. But the point is, is like, we have technology now. You can do things faster than what I did it. You know, but it's not going to be six months. It's not going to be 12 months. It's going to be four or five or six years, you know, and I would kill to have that time frame. So stop chasing the easy way. If not for if not for believing that there is no easy way for all the things we talked about today, you're not going to build the relationships. You're not going to build the skills. You're not going to build the network. You're not going to build any of the character traits that you need and. And guys, that shit matters, man. We're here for a long time. Everybody's like, oh, YOLO, you only live once. Life is short. Motherfucker, we're here for a long time. You know, millions or millions of dollars are made and lost in fucking one year or two years and lost again the next two years. You know, what are you going to do then? Yeah, definitely. Good stuff, man. I'm going to recap real quick. So five reasons or four, I think you had that you want to take the long and hard road. Number one, if you get money quickly and easily, you will lose money quickly and easily. It's kind of that old thing, easy come and easy go. Cause if you work hard and long for something, you're going to keep it and work hard to keep it. Uh, second point you made, I believe was you need extended periods of time to work hard so that working hard becomes a habit before you become someone great and worthy enough to handle massive amounts of wealth. Kind of along with that, you need time to pass so that you learn experiences. They become part of you so that you can hold on to that wealth and keep it. And then uh, you talked about war stories, you know, the importance of not cheating yourself out of, of the great story, everything that goes along with the struggle. If you if it comes easy, you're, you're not going to have any of that stuff. And then the fifth one, of course, is uh, when you don't take the long and hard road, you don't really earn anything. When you don't earn anything, you can't really feel as if you have earned the right to be respected or really have any swag. That's right. So, good points. Yeah. So, quit chasing the fucking short-term shit and dig in for the long haul. It's the only way. It's the best way. And and it's going to benefit not just your pocketbook, but your whole entire life. (laughs) 